Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Pish Posh Pages. Today is going to be a wild one. A wild one. This book has been on my TBR, my to-be-read list, for years. Literally years. Today I'm talking about The Road by Cormac McCarthy. I am classifying this as a thriller. I guess you could call it a horror, but uh, it is an incredible book. I don't know if it's like a classic but it is a highly regarded book. I mean, people have read this book for years and years and years. It's so popular, and so I am so glad I finally read it. And I have a funny origin story of, um, of how I came to want to read this book. So obviously this book is recommended because it's just a highly regarded book. But uh, the reason I wanted to read this book was years ago... I thought it was older than this. This book came out in 2006, um, but it's been popular ever since then, and it's a winner of a Pulitzer Prize. I think this is probably the first Pulitzer Prize book I've ever read, unless I've read one for, like, school, but uh, this is definitely the first one I probably read for pleasure, and uh, so I told you, I guess I have to tell you guys about this a funny origin story. So I was listening to a podcast. This was back in the day. Um probably like 2013, maybe. Yeah, years ago. That's like 10 years ago, maybe 2014. But still, still, that's a long time ago. I was listening to The Burt Cast, which is a comedy podcast hosted by Burt Kreischer, with um, the guests for that episode were his friends and fellow comedians, Steve Renazizi and Ari Shafir. Steve Renazizi did not have a podcast yet. And he was like, everybody has a podcast. I need to have a podcast, but I want to have a theme. And um, so they're like, what should we do? And they're talking about all these different themes. And so this actual podcast episode is, I think, like three hours long. The first hour and a half is just them having a normal podcast for Bert's podcast, where he just does interviews, talks with his friends. And the second half of the podcast episode is the first episode of what will become Steve's podcast and they decide that Steve's podcast should be called Hear Me This Book and that he should have comedians, professors, just authors, maybe not authors, but people in general come on and tell him about a book that they read and uh, just kind of explain it. Basically what all of, you know, book social media kind of does. Um, and so... They start, and Ari, one of the comedians, read the book, The Road, and he's like, I'm going to tell you about this one, and we're just going to do it. We're just going to, you know, this is going to be our test run, and we'll see how it goes. And he goes through the entire book, tells the entire thing. So I knew what was going to happen in this book. Granted, I listened to that podcast multiple times not super recently at all, but I've listened to it multiple times. I did not remember exactly how the book ended, but um, I knew it wasn't really a happy ending. So, and I knew this was not a happy book. We'll talk about that in a little bit still. But continuing on with the podcast and the origin story, Ari literally goes like shot for shot in the beginning of the book, kind of saying, you know, this is the setting, this is what happens. And then, so I felt very familiar with the beginning of the book. 
obviously, I feel like anytime you're recapping something, it kind of goes this way. You're like, okay, this scene. And you explain the first scene really well. And then the second scene. And you explain that scene really well. And then, you know, certain scenes throughout the middle of a book or a movie or whatever stand out more to one person rather than another person. So the whole middle of the book, I kind of, you know, don't remember what he said. But I remember the first part. I remember one of the big things about um, seeing a large group of people that were hidden in a basement. That's something I remember from the podcast and I knew it was coming. And anyways, that's why I wanted to read this book. <laughs> kind of funny, right? And also, I will say I do see this book recommended a lot on Book Talk for people who like dark reads and I do enjoy a dark read. So I knew this book was going to be kind of a apocalyptic book, father and son trying to survive on the road. For whatever reason, I thought this was on the West Coast, but I looked it up. It's never really stated in the book um, what happened, why the world is in this apocalyptic state, but it, there were fires, and there's a lot of people that are gone and dead. Everything's, everything's gone. Um, it's, it's horrible. Like, food is all gone. Um, it made me think a little bit of, I don't watch a ton of apocalyptic stuff, but it made me think of like Zombieland when they go into the grocery stores, like there's no food there for people to actually eat anymore though. It's like obviously way past the point that it was in Zombieland. Um, so there's no food. So the lack of food is a recurring thing in the book. Uh, we start off the book and I'm not going to go through the entire book. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a synopsis here. Uh, we have a father and son, and they are on the road, which, uh, like I previously said, I thought it was the West Coast. I looked it up, and it is to be believed that it is actually on the uh, East Coast. Kind of the Southern East Coast is where, these obviously, everything is gone, but that's kind of made more sense with the terrain and everything that was being said and bridges and things like that. So... It's getting cold. Winter is coming. And this father and son, they are walking down the road, just the two of them. It's like ashen everywhere. And they have a shopping cart filled with their little, what little supplies they do have, a tarp, some cans of food, things like that, and a gun with, I believe, two shots in it. And they're walking, they're trying to get south, I think to Florida, that kind of area, to be in the warmer weather for winter, because they're going to run out of food and they're going to freeze to death. There's nowhere to live. There are some houses along the way, but if you stay in a house, you know, there's just these random people. Everyone's kind of on their own, fending for themselves. And it's a dangerous, dangerous world. And we don't know what happened. That is my big gripe with the book, is that you don't know what caused everything. There was fires everywhere. But you can't tell if it was a war, if it was, like, wildfires that swept the entire nation. Like, it's just, I wish we had more insight on what caused this apocalypse. But we don't get that. So... The dad and the boy just keep going down the road and they face these different obstacles. The most shocking, crazy moment is when, this is somewhat early on in the book, they come across a farmhouse and 
It's rough, guys. Here we go. Uh, they come across a farmhouse, and uh, they are scouring the cabinets for food and things like that. And um, everywhere they go, they're very safe because if they come across other people, you know, it's a very good chance that these other people are not to be trusted. And the dad knows that there are people out there who are eating other people. Yes, cannibalism. So they go to this farmhouse. They're trying to get any kind of supplies, any food they can find, blankets, clothes, shoes, water, anything. The dad goes down in the basement and he sees a bunch of people crammed in that basement and they're naked and they're saying, help us, help us. And they run out of the house and they see that there were cannibals who were eating those people. They kept them down there in the basement to eat them. So that's pretty wild. They do end up getting away, spoiler alert. But uh, then they have to keep continuing on the road. And there are just so many obstacles they come across. They run out of food. They're literally starving to death. And they finally find some more food. They find a place to stay for a little bit with food. But they got to keep moving. They can't stay there. They got to keep moving. They got to go south. (sighs) And by the end of the book, I'm just going to say it because it is a Pulitzer Prize winner. It's a very popular book. It came out in 2006. I can do spoilers if I want to. The very end of the book... The dad dies and the little boy is all on his own and he says you have to keep going you have to keep going and the little boy comes across another person and this other person says you can come with us and he joins this other grown man down the road and the journey continues but you don't know he says that he's a good man and I hope that he was but you don't know that little boy could have been eaten and It's a very sad, depressing book, but it was incredibly written. I understand the hype. I understand why it won a Pulitzer Prize. I'm glad. I feel like a lot of Pulitzer Prize kind of things are just... This is a man book. Like, this is geared towards men. But I just felt like this is just incredible. Like, I am so glad I finally read it. I was emotional. I was enthralled. I loved it. I love a book that is like a journey, like I feel like every book could be considered a journey, but I mean like a literal journey, like we're going across the country, we're going places, we're walking, we're going, I love that, I have another book to recommend like that, um, it is called Homecoming, this is the, <laughs> the Barbie version of The Road, The Road is dark and disturbing and horrible and apocalyptic and people eating each other, where Homecoming is just about poverty and these kids and they are, that's one of my favorite books of all time, Homecoming by Cynthia Voigt. Uh, They are traveling to find family because they are all alone. Their mother abandoned them. Incredible book. And I found a lot of similarities between the two. Anyways, continuing on, I absolutely love this book. I absolutely loved it. I'm going to read you a negative review and a positive review from the public, and I've got some more things to say about the book, but let's start with the with more thoughts from others. So here's a one-star review from Austin Reader. Subject line is, this won a Pulitzer? 
Okay, now I no longer trust the wisdom of the Pulitzer Prize board. This book's plot is absurd. Spoilers ahead. In a nutshell, man, father, and boy walk the roads, heading to the coast to no guaranteed safety. They get hungry. They miraculously find food more than once. The bad guys never get them. Man dies. Boy is found by a good guy who appears out of nowhere. Boy gets a new, wonderful life. Mm, no, but continuing on with the review. Never are we told exactly why most people and most animals in the world are dead. It can be presumed that a world war has occurred. Maybe. The boy's mom committed suicide. Pretty sure. The boy's father just knows that their safety depends on constantly moving, even when they find great places to stay. And what is the best way to travel? On main roads, pushing a shopping cart? I kid you not! This book is a fast read, so I only suffered for a day or two. The author has a style that eschews most accepted punctuation marks, but that's his shtick. Some are very bothered by it. I wasn't. I only got this book because I loved the No Country books and movie. I thought this book would be as enjoyable. Uh, I was very wrong. Not recommended. I'm shocked. There are, I mean, this is an extremely popular book, and it's been out for years, like almost 20 years. Of course, there's going to be negative opinions. I don't understand this person's negative review. Like, not everything. It's about the apocalypse. Of course it's supposed to be unrealistic. Like, do you want it to be what life is like right now? Like, what? what is your review? I don't understand. And they talk about why they have to go on the road. This is, he doesn't have a fucking iPhone that's like, go to your destination with GPS. And if you're wandering through the woods to get somewhere, he has to have his cart carrying their stuff. They can't just carry it all on their back. They don't have a backpack. Like, ugh, so stupid. Of course they have to go on the road. For whatever reason, the book is called The Road. They gotta go on the road. That's what the, that's what the book is about. Anyways, I don't agree with this negative review. On to a positive review from Jeff Tucker. Five out of five stars. Subject line is, an amazing book, but be in a good mental state before reading. The Road is, in my humble opinion, a literary masterpiece. That being said, it is as dark and forbidding as anything I have ever read. If you have ever read a news article about a child who died with malicious neglect from their parents, malnourished and abused, and it made you cry, that is what you will feel while reading this book. As a father, it made me contemplate what lengths I would go to, what unspeakable things I would go to protect my child, and by the end, I sat sobbing. I would strongly recommend only reading this if you are in a good place in your life and you have capacity mentally and emotionally to endure this dark glimpse into what the world would look like at the end of society as we know it. The only reprieve is that the book is such a quick read. Uh, yeah. This goes for all books. I mean, if you are not mentally fit to read a certain book about a certain subject, like, just stop reading it. Just don't. Like, Books can be dark and disturbing, and they can shake you to your core. And this book, there were some scenes that shook me to my core. I will say that. And I was reading this book, and it was, I don't know if you'd consider it funny, but it was a little funny, I guess. I, um, my husband has seen the movie. I have not seen the movie. He watched the movie a long time ago. Uh, so I'm telling him, like, what scene I was at in the book. And he was leaving for work, and I was reading in the morning. <laughs> great way to start the day reading this book um and I'm telling him about this specific scene and I was fine while reading it but when I was verbally telling him what was happening I said and he the dad told his son and I, I'm not gonna say that part because it was just oh that part um 
told him what to do if uh, if these people got him. And uh, I started crying. And it's just like, these books, they can shake you. And I love an emotional read. And this was incredible. I am not extremely moved to read more by Cormac McCarthy because I feel as though this book is just so unique. I don't know if his other books are similar or different or what, but I love the darkness in this one. I hope not all of his books are this dark. I don't think they are, but I would like to read another from him, but I just, I don't know if it'll compare to The Road. Finally, I will say, I have not watched the movie yet. I want to watch the movie now. I definitely wanted to read the book first. I also wanted to wait to watch the movie a little bit after I read the book, like not right away. Part of me wanted to watch it, you know, like that day when I finished the book. I'm like, now I gotta see the movie. Like, I want more. But sometimes when I watch a movie based on a book, uh, like directly after reading the book, I just have more of a disdain for the movie because I'm like, well, that didn't match up. That's not how I pictured it. That's not exactly what the author said. And it just kind of bothers me. And if I give myself more time, those things bother me less or I don't notice them as much. So that is why I just wanted to wait a little bit. I still haven't seen the movie yet. I will watch it. I will probably be in a dark place after watching it, but that's okay. I love these dark books. This was an incredible read. I'm so glad I finally did it, and I'm so glad that it was a silly comedy podcast that brought me here. Life has a funny way of bringing you to books. Like, there's so many different ways to find books. I will link that podcast episode for the Burtcast in the show notes. So if you want to, you can listen to Ari Shafir telling the road uh, in whole (laughs) from beginning to end. Um, And then maybe you can decide if you want to read the book as well. I would 100% recommend this book for somebody who enjoys a dark read. If you don't like a dark read, you'll definitely not like this book. Um, I also mentioned Homecoming by Cynthia Voigt in this episode. I think... That's the only other book I want to recommend in this kind of category right now. Really enjoyed this. I really did. If you have another apocalyptic book like this that's good, that's not zombie. Like, I'm not a zombie girl. And I'm not a horror person, really. I just read another book that I think would be considered a horror, not a thriller. And I have thoughts on that. That book is called Brother. And it'll be in a couple more episodes. And... I don't think I'm really a horror person. I love thrillers. I don't really love horror. So there you go. Next episode will be about a romance book and then just a, I don't know what to even call the next one. So we'll see. We'll see. I hope you're enjoying whatever it is you are reading right now. If you have a book recommendation for me, you can always find me on social media. I'm at Pish Posh Pages on TikTok and Instagram. And I will be back next time to talk about more books.